Welcome back to episode two of the Power Trip Podcast. To the right of me, I got our new, you know, new guest. He gonna stay on this podcast. We didn't have him the first time, but now we gonna have him the second time. Welcome to Muhammad. And down here we got Tef. Y'all know him last time, and of course I got me. I got me. You know what I'm saying? My name. I go by Four Point Play or Nathaniel. But let's get into well. Before we do this, in episode one we talked about our me and Tef's top five MVPs for this season. Who we think is going to MVP this season? But because we have Muhammad here, he wasn't able to do it. So, Mom, let us hear your top five players you think you're going with MVP. Talk to him, yeah. For my top five MVP list, you know, I'm trying to be a little too biased, you know. Mm-hmm. So, at number one, I have Jokic. I feel like he's going to have another repeat season. I'm not a great, I'm not a big fan of him, you know. But uh, I got to give credit where credit is due. Number two, we have Joel Embiid. Obviously, another great player in the uh, during the regular season, you know, postseason, a little suspect. But, uh, once again, credit where credit is due. Number three, I'm gonna go with Jason Tatum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tatum's just that guy. I know you a big Tatum fan. You like Tatum. Tatum fan. So I feel like he's gonna break out even more this season. Got a good team with him, so mm-hmm. I think it's looking good. Uh, number four. I'm putting De'Aaron Fox. I'm going off the games that we've seen so far. Mm-hmm. De'Aaron Fox, make a taste thing. Mm-hmm. Who's number five? Number five, I'm going with Giannis. Oh, okay, I was going to say, you didn't have Giannis. I was going to be very uh, surprised by that. But I think the big outlier there is, what you got to say, you got to say something else? Uh, I was almost gonna leave him out and play AD, AD instead, but uh, hmm. I, don't know, but, I just feel like actually I might have to switch him out with AD. Really? I feel like with uh, yeah. the reason why I say this is because with Giannis and Dame, I don't feel like he's gonna be as effective as he usually would as he when he is by himself. Mm. So well, he's not by himself. He had Drew. No, I know he's not by himself, but like the reason why I say that is because. You know, he got to share the ball with Dame, who's not necessarily a ball-dominant player, but kind of is. Whereas AD, you know, LeBron's taking a backseat to him now. Um, if I'm not mistaken, they say he's playing, like, half the game, maybe less, like 20, 30 minutes a game. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm just going AD on my fifth. But what surprised number- Yeah, but what surprised me the most was the De'Aaron Fox. I mean, the the Kings were nice last year, but... There's just a lot of things, you know, they were extremely clutch. They had some of the most, if you look at the stats, they were in the most clutch teams in the league. They were extremely healthy throughout the year. And their defense was like 26 worse when you look at defensive rating. But I I, I see, I can kind of just get what you're coming from, but I feel like there's other players that could have a type of year better than De'Aaron Fox. You know, where he's like a really good MVP, like a fifth, sixth, uh, an MVP rank type of year, you know? Like a fourth seed, but they go and they average in 28 or something. Like Donovan Mitchell last year, for example. But that was the big thing that surprised me, honestly. And Embiid, maybe. I have him, I had Embiid four. I'll go through my list again. I had number five, I had Luka. Number four, I had Embiid. Number three, I had Jokic. Number two, I had Giannis. And then number one, I had Tatum. But the thing that had me have Embiid be so low is not only because he's going to be, that means he would be a back to back MVP, but he would also. 
he to me the James Harden thing kind of just makes the whole it's hard for me to really think that they're going to finish as a top uh, seed because even in the last episode we we're talking about who do you think is going to be third in the conference and like we just completely forgot about the Sixers and I think a part of that is due to we don't know like even the game uh their first game of the season he just like it just seemed like they're just missing a guy there and I feel like Harden's just a big gap and I know you you a big fan of Harden so you probably get where I'm coming from but I don't know like Embiid he could have a really good year he could put up like 30 like he could put up 33 honestly but I just I don't know if he'll have the you know the wins for it but Nate let me know let him remind him I mean remind him of who you had as your top five and then let him know about what you thought about his top five I mean at my, my fifth spot I had Devin Booker this year and then at the four I had Luca and Jokic and Giannis and Jason Tatum winning it but it was all just because I put Jokic and Giannis at three and four. I mean, two and three, just because. I mean, for them, like I said in the last one, like they, their next step is like I don't know if that's doable for them now. Like Jokic with that triple double averaging, and then Giannis, you know, now that he's sharing, like you said, he's sharing the ball with Dame. You know, it's gonna be hard, hard for him. Luca, the only thing he got to do is be more consistent. I mean, Devin Booker's playing with two. Like Nate was saying, he was saying the small, medium, large. He's just like a, that's what that whole Suns team looked like. So, I don't know, sharing that ball maybe going to be a little bit hard for him. But last year's playoff performance, I think, convinced me. So, we're going to see how it go. Mm-hmm. What do you think about his uh, list, though? What I think about Muhammad's list? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I thought it was pretty solid. I don't know about De'Aaron being over, like, Luka. But, I mean, you know, he surprised us last year, too, so why not this year? Mm. Most definitely. Most yeah. Definitely. I personally think I forgot about Luca. I can't lie. I mm. forgot about Luca. Um, Luca should definitely be up there on the list. I don't know where exactly I'd put him, but I think I could put him. I'm surprised Nate didn't put KD on that list. Yeah, that surprised me, too, when he first said his. But he 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 went into that. If they want to find out, they got to watch episode one. You feel me? Maybe you got to watch episode one. You're going to find out the answer about why he didn't put KD. If you remember last episode, he had two KD uh, po- uh, jerseys behind him. Now he don't got them anymore. I wonder why. Maybe episode... You would, you would eat it. <laughs> what you mean? Now, nah, episode three, you go have... I don't even know who you're going to have in the background. But... Uh, a right there, bro. I don't know. All right. Well, we talked about, you know, MVPs, but... Just one player doesn't mean everything. So let's look at teams. We want to give our power rankings. Even though we're a few games into the season, we could have done this a little bit before. But you know, now we got more adjusted. You feel me? We got everybody here. Let's go into these power rankings. See, we're going to rank them in fives. You know, feel me? So 1 to 30. And you guys want to start from the bottom or from the top? Uh, Bottom. Bottom? Yeah, bottom. Bottom. All right. So who do you guys think should be... Like, at 30. Like, who do you think is the worst team in the league? Because I was thinking about it, and I feel like I kind of want to say the Wizards. Because I just, like, I'm looking at other teams at the bottom, like the Rockets, Spurs. Maybe the Spurs. You could say between the Spurs and the Wizards. But some of those guys have more, like, studs, you know? Like, if you look at the Rockets, they have Sangoon. They got Jabari. They have Jalen. They have more pieces I could see as guys that could really go you know, help out the team. But when I look at the Wizards, 
if I look at their fourth or fifth best player, it's not gonna. They're not as good compared to the Rockets' fourth or fifth best, fourth or fifth best player. Maybe the Pistons. But what do you guys think? Who do you think should be number thirty? I think number thirty. Me personally, I think I'm gonna have to go with the Hornets. Mm-hmm. Why do you say that? I don't feel like. I don't feel like this team. I mean, they got good players. Don't get me wrong. They got Brandon Miller, and uh, Melo, obviously. But I feel like as a team, they probably don't have too much to offer. Mm. Obviously, they're not competitive. Where I feel like the other teams we compare them to at the bottom, or at least that I'm thinking of in my head, I feel like those teams would have a better chance even as far as record-wise and playoff with playoff success compared to the, to the Hornets. I just don't feel like they have like enough experience or like chemistry, really. Honestly, I kind even, of... I kind of disagree with you on that, though, because, I mean, in 2023, they didn't have a good year. But the year before that, I'm pretty sure they were in the, you know, they were in the plan the past two years with LaMelo. And a lot of that, the reason they had the, the second, I mean, they had the second pick in the draft was just due to him being hurt. So I, I see where you're coming from, but I feel like they have some guys. They have uh, Mark Williams. They got Gordon Hayward. They brought back Miles Bridges. They got LaMelo. They have some, I feel like. They're, if I look at the, and they're in a less competitive conference compared to teams like the Spurs and the Rockets. So if I think about who I think is more likely to make the, you know, plan, I would usually lean towards the Hornets before I lean towards the Spurs. But, you know, I, I mean, not the Spurs, but the Rockets. But, Nate, what do you, who do you think should be uh, 30th? I mean, looking at this list, uh, I'm going to have to go there was a couple of teams that came to mind, but I mean, the number one team I was looking at and I was just like, you know what, I honestly think they're going to be 30th is probably the Wizards too, but that's just because, you know, it's a whole, I feel like they they really got no structure watching them during the preseason and then like, you know, watching their first game, it just didn't look right. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think they're probably going to be 30th for sure. Mom, are you cool with though? You said what? I don't know. I really don't think. I think the Wizards are better than the Hornets. Honestly, that's just me. But because I don't think the Wizards, I wouldn't say they're saying that they don't got no structure. I'm just thinking. I don't really think the Hornets have any structure to begin with. Honestly, they might be tied. They're the tied. I'm thinking about the Pistons yeah. now. Now I'm thinking about it because the Pistons. I mean, they had a good game. They had a good uh, first game against the Heat, but I don't know, like. Uh, they're one team I'm kind of just I don't really know where I feel like they're going to be at the bottom 10 you know but I feel like I don't I know like, I feel like with a lot of these teams also that we're putting at the bottom they're mostly younger teams too so mm-hmm. I guess maybe we should take into account like um, the upside for them mm-hmm. whereas like there's a lot of these teams first a lot of the players on these teams there's this is their first year you know First time really playing with these new guys, you know, like for example, Detroit. Detroit has a lot of really good players. Like mm-hmm. they got uh, the Thompson twins, Cade Cunningham, Ivy, Duran. Like good players, but they're also young. You yeah. Know, they, I mean, it is cool to shit. But uh, like all the other guys, like it's going to take a little bit of time maybe for them to like, you know, adjust to the game. Whereas for the Wizards, Wizards, I'm not sure if, I, if I'm remembering correctly i don't think they have a lot of like young young players they I got feel like Bilal, the the guy that was Wemby's teammate they have pool um 
Who else do they have? They have Corey Kispert. I remember Corey Kispert. Um, I'm taking that squad over. The, I'm taking that squad over the Hornets, bro. How about uh, for this? You said what? Kispert and uh, what's it called? Pool. Mm. I feel like, like I would take them over to like the Hornets. I'm just being real. That's just me. How about for now we'll just put both of them at the bottom and then later we can just come back and adjust it because right now I don't know how long we spent on this topic but we have no you know no players on the list right now so for now we'll just put them there then later we can just change it around. No, they're probably not gonna move. I'm not gonna lie, but mm. and then the third team maybe the Pistons, I think. Yeah, definitely the Pistons. And then Spurs. I'm thinking as well. What's your recent Spurs though? Because I feel like the Spurs. They got, who they got? They got Keldon Johnson, Vassell. They got Wemby. They got, you know, they're, they're, they're a good team. I mean, they're a solid team in a very competitive. That's the, the conference. Like, when you look, there's so many guys like Memphis, Suns, Warriors, Clippers, Lakers, uh, 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 Nuggets, Timberwolves, Pelicans. I'm just, like, looking at just the teams here, like, there's hard for me to say that a lot of any of these teams are really going to be able to be like the Spurs are going to be able to have a better record than you feel me. Like that's true. They could, I think they're they're, they're going to have a really like flashes of being able to really compete with some of these teams. But just in general, when they go up against some of these guys, I think you know what I'm saying they're like they're going to look like they're going to be losing, but they're going to look really good. Maybe I don't know the Jazz. I don't know. I was I just thought about the Jazz right now, but I don't feel like this is too low for them. I'm gonna put them for me. Jazz are top fifteen too. Really? So, so they're making the playoffs. I can see them making the playoffs. Wow, that's surprising. I don't think so. I don't think the Jazz are gonna get that. Here we go with the haters, bro. <laughs> What's your reason? Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's not hate. It's a... Hold on. Okay, uh, Nate, list off every. Hold on, let me put up a, li- a list of every team in the Western Conference, and then. Put a finger up if you think they're going to have a better record than the Jazz. Okay. Okay, when you feel like that, that's not fair. Whatever. What you mean that's not fair? <laughs> I, but that's not fair because the Western Conference is just stacked. But that's the conference that they're, they're on, though. So it's hard for you to say, okay, let's just go through it. Let's just go through, like, half of the conference right now. If they're having, if the, if the, if they're going to have a better record than the, the Jazz, put a finger up. The Mavericks. The Nuggets. Yes. Bro, no, I'm saying keep like your hands up like one, two, three, four, five. What do you mean? Like if you have, if you think they're gonna have a better record than the Nuggets, keep one finger up. Oh, you think they're gonna be better than if they're not? All right. So, you, so Nuggets you think are the Mavericks you think aren't? Okay. Oh, the Mavericks. Okay. The Thunder. The Pelicans. The Lakers. The Warriors. Oh my God! The Suns. <laughs> what you looking over there for? That's not gonna help you. What? The Suns. Yep. That's not fair. These the are Kings. Your MVP MVP candidate, De'Aaron Fox. The Kings. The Clippers. The Timberwolves. The Trailblazers. The Rockets. No. Uh, 
the Grizzlies. Ten, bro. They're already took. They're already took. They're already. Took. You don't think the Grizzlies, the, the, the Jazz are gonna have a better record than the Grizzlies? Yes. Why? Let me hear why. Grizzlies don't have John. That's no. That's. But it's only for twenty five games though. Lead these niggas to to a, to the greatest record on earth. Like that's impossible. He hooping, but I don't think he gonna. Yeah, but the nigga don't have to be that good to be better than Jazz. He do. They don't have. I'm not gonna lie. Memphis is not. I don't think Memphis is him without Jaw. I never liked the Memphis to begin with, so I'm kind of chatting. But <laughs> like, I just don't think they have the pieces right now. Who's their Who's their point guard right now since Jaw's gone? Marcus Smart, MVP, former Depoy. I almost said MVP. MVP. Marcus Smart would be kind of crazy, but. They got and then they got they got Derrick Rose as well. Okay, see with that, but that's not like a that's not like a facilitator type point guard. So I don't know who's really gonna lead this team. I don't know what you're talking about. That's just me though. What about the? I was thinking about it. What about the Trailblazers? Trailblazers just suck. I'm sorry. Let's put them at. I'm saying let's put them at bottom five for Trailblazers because yeah, they're just. So that's our bottom five set for now. Now the tier above it. Let's put the Rockets. Say we should put the Rockets in the tier above it. Um. Yeah. So the Rockets tier above. Yeah. Yeah. What about the Jazz? Like this the is Jazz. where I would type. Maybe put them in the the tier above, like the the yellow tier. But I feel like if you put the Jazz in either tier, I wouldn't be mad at it. You know. I feel like the Jazz. Are, I still feel the same way about the Jazz. Like you better put New Orleans before you put the Jazz in that category. I'm just saying. Really, know. but New Orleans is like a third seed, a Hell second seed no. before the like February when Zion got hurt. Third seed in the East. In the West. What you mean East? They are in the Western Conference, bro. You just I don't know. You killing me today, man. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. First of all, New Orleans is not a third seed in the East. I mean, in the West. We they were. They were the West. They were like the third seed when, and then Zion got hurt in January. In January, like late January, and then they just went from the third care. seed. A bunch of injuries happened, and then they were they lost. They, they lost in the playoffs. I know, but they're not competing with the niggas in the West, bro. I'm just keeping it real. Like if you're talking about firepower wise, they're not going to be. Bro, you want to go through all the teams in the West again? We don't got to do that. <laughs> <laughs> What you mean we don't got it? We can do it realistically, but I, I really don't think there's five. But you don't think there's five? What teams that can? I, I don't think uh, like the Pelicans are good enough to be the top teams. I think Lakers can take them. Nuggets obviously. Uh, Warriors. Um, yeah, Suns. That's four right there in itself. Kings, Clippers. I'm taking them all over before I take New Orleans. Mm, I don't know. But to Easter on, I mean, everybody got their own show, so. But I'm saying I think I think I'm putting the Jazz in this tier, man. Just because I'm just looking at these other teams. I'm just like the Magic. Maybe I think you could put here if you really want to. Um. Do you disagree with that? You said what? I'll put magic over the jazz. I might do that as well. I'm thinking about it. 
I'm a Magic fan, so and I'm a Jazz fan, so you know what I'm saying. I'm not tripping about either. What other fan? What else are you a fan of? Um, I wouldn't say I'm fans of these teams. I'm just fans of the players on these teams. Jordan Clarkson's children. Yeah. So for me, Jazz and me, uh, Jordan Clarkson. Shout out to that game winner yesterday. Uh, on the Magic, I got Paulo. I got uh, Markel. Um. It's other kids' name. The kid that came from Michigan that they just drafted. Anthony Black. Yeah, Anthony Black too. There's another kid from Michigan though. I forget his name. Uh, he's a shooter. Jet Howard. I think. It, yeah, Howard. Yeah. And then what else? Clippers. I'm a Paul George guy. Suns. I'm a Beal fan. Celtics. Tatum fan. So it's like. Sixers. Harden. Yeah. Timberwolves. Like Timberwolves. Who on the Timberwolves? Ant. Yeah, Ant. And Nasri, those are my boys. Yeah, I forgot about Nasri. You Nas are pretty fan. So how many teams did that right there? That's about half the league, ain't it? That's damn near seventy-five percent of the league. <laughs> <laughs> Guzzling, but okay. Add a couple G League teams in there too, huh? <laughs> All right, listen, 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 listen. Where are you guys? Like, who else are you guys adding to this? I don't know. I feel like this is the harder part because it's just like you're barely missing the plan. Right here, or your, or like the tendency. I'm gonna throw names out there that I think deserve to be in this category. Okay. So we got um, number one. I would think I'm gonna go with Magic here. Mm Hmm. What do you guys think about that? Hold on, just go through all of them. We'll 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 circle back. All right, Magic, Knicks. Oh, maybe not Knicks. Maybe not Knicks. I know they're going to be... This, that's crazy. Pacers. Put Pacers in there. Pacers. I was thinking maybe Pacers. But I'm high on the Pacers. That's hard for me because the, I have a video, three teams I'm the most high on. Pacers were one of them. I think the Pacers had a really good offseason, man. Who they got now? Bruce Brown. They got... Bruce Brown. Bro, another video I said Bruce Bowen. They got Bruce Brown. They got um a new guy that's it's like a forward. I forget. They drafted him. They got Obi Toppin. You know, they re-signed Halliburton. They had, I feel like they had a really good offseason, man. And it's, I feel like... I think Bruce Brown and Halliburton, that's cool. But, like, everybody else is not really doing it. I'm not going to lie. Obi Toppin not doing it for me. Mm. I could, I mean, I could, you know what I'm saying, sacrifice. Nate, what do you think, bro? You think the Magic should... Buddy Hill? Oh, and they're going to trade Buddy. You think so? All right. Yeah. And then, honestly, I'm thinking about this right now. You forgot one of your guys, Scotty Barnes. I'm putting him in that tier, man. I'm putting the Raptors in that tier. They're blowing it up soon, man. I really think they're gonna trade. They're gonna lose Pascal by the end of the season. Like Pascal's not gonna be on the team anymore. What do you think about that, Mom? I agree. And I feel like Scotty Barnes looking might be regressing a little bit too right now. He had a really good game last game. We're gonna talk about that later. You just, you don't think so? I missed that game, but. I was, I was not aware. I feel like he's been in this league two seasons now, right? This is his third year. Yeah, so first season was obviously great. Second season, I felt like he kind of dropped a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, feel like it's too early. I feel like maybe it's too early for me to say he's regressing. But I don't know. That's just me. Still hard, though. Yeah. Sure. Let, me, let me start off this next year. I'm putting the Bulls, man. Yeah, put Bulls. Honestly, I might even put the Pacers higher, the Bulls lower. 
because I think those are two teams. We're going to talk about both of them. I think they're both blowing it up by the end of the year, man. I might take I might take the Magic over the Bulls, too. I cannot lie. And hey, what you think? I think this list right here is where it should be at. You think so? That's cool. I'm cool with it. I mean, I'm, I'm content with it, but, hey. If they if we get some comments by the end by you know what I'm saying June 10 they were tripping they were sleeping on the magic I wasn't okay I wasn't just so y'all know but nah for sure what's gonna be the case the magic are gonna have a good season I already know it yeah yeah but it's not gonna be no damn motherfucking it's not gonna be sure the hell <laughs> I can see but into the playoffs out the East what team do you think what? we should put next I mean I'm th- looking at teams like the Hawks I'm looking at the Nets I'm looking at Hawks. Maybe even the Mavericks, man. I'm putting the Nets in here. Yeah. Ooh, that's a Nets fan too. Yeah, that's a. Hey. What's that's that? A, Nets, that? No, he's not a Nets fan. He's a Nets stand. Nate, why do you think the Nets are gonna be this low, man? Bro, the Nets should be. Oh man, bro, we gotta have Ben Simmons. I feel like who, who could you know actually do something, but it's just like, bro, we don't got nobody that's like you know when you think about winning teams, like let's let's look at the winning teams that we actually know. Could be contenders for sure. The Bucks got Giannis and Dame. Comparing Giannis and Dame to Mikael Bridges and Cam Johnson, like, it makes no sense. Randall and. What'd you say? Cam Thomas is hard as shit, though. Can't lie. Yeah, but he's not Damian Lillard. <laughs> I mean, he got. He, ah, he had a good. He's been doing. He's been having a good season so far. Yeah, okay. And lost both. And you got. uh. Dinkelberg, Spencer Dinkelberg. We got Dinkelberg, my guy. Get him out. He need to shave that. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) You think about you think about just all the good teams they have. Two people that can take over a game completely and actually are superstars. You know, when it comes to the Nets, though, I don't know. They 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 lost their last two games because once again, bro. No structure. Like they got Cam they just bring in Cam Thomas at the end of the game. Hopefully he makes the shot. I mean, whatever, bro, but it's not reasoning for that. Because huh? Cam Thomas has proven to be a great player. But for some reason they- He's a, he's a he's a uh uh inconsistent player though. He'll put remember that he had f- multiple forty games in a row and then afterwards we heard crickets from him the whole rest of the year. He's a you know, he's just inconsistent. Yeah, but that's because they barely played him. Nah, you're not gonna do it like that. They barely played him after that for some reason. I don't know why, but because when his shots like aren't falling, he can't really do other stuff play. for you. That's the issue. And it's not like he's that's Tyler Hero or Tyrese Maxey, where the Sixers and the Heat, uh, how like Jimmy Butler and a Joel Embiid to help them. He's just like he's just you know what I'm saying. They don't really have that extra guy. Like oh well, he's four for seventeen right now, but we got our all-star multiple-time all-star i mean he's supposed to be ben simmons but he's not really he hasn't really played like all-star since 2021 but i don't know man i i like him i think he's really good he showed really good flashes but uh, you know what i'm saying like he's just been inconsistent his whole career pretty much talking about ben simmons no i'm talking about uh thomas He's had a short career so far, I guess. I I personally think he's gonna be like, if given the chance, he can be like a very great player. Mm-hmm. But I should. But yeah, the ranking that you have them at, that's cool. It's not not an issue. I think next um, is Atlanta, personally. I was thinking about Atlanta, ATL. Atlanta, they got. I don't even know who they got. They got 
besides Trey Young. DeJounte. Oh, facts. DeJounte. Um, Clint. They lost John Collins. Now he's on the Jazz. They got... Yeah, Clint... I think, personally, he fell off a little bit. And I don't think, like, I don't know if they have all the right pieces to be, like, contending, bro. I don't know. Like, they're just a team, I think, I... by the time, I mean, I just don't see the Hawks winning a championship in the next three years. Because it's so hard for a player with that Trey Young archetype to win a championship. The only players I can really think of the past 75 years in the NBA to really be a shoot, like a three-point shooter primary He's not really the best on defense. Win the fan, you know, win a championship is Steph Curry. But that's Steph Curry, you know, and he's on the use it. Trey Young, all with all due respect to Trey Young, he's not Steph Curry. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he's worse. I would say he's a worse defender than Steph Curry is. So I just can't really see them winning a whole bunch, but like just later in the line. But right now, I'm saying, I think they could be in this spot right here. I, I'm just saying that. I agree. I think they should actually be in that spot right now. And I think we might even need to... Have ranked over the Thunder? No, nah, the Thunder are better, if you ask me, personally. Yeah, I think the Thunder might be better. Mm. I think Why the Thunder... Say that? Because Atlanta went to the playoffs last year. They lost to the Celtics. I mean, everybody thought the Celtics were going to win the championship last year. So, what, what changed this year? Well, for one, they're two different conferences. One is considerably... Less competitive, I would say that. Um, actually, I feel like that's the main reason. Because had OKC been in the East, they probably would have made it. Yeah, I mean, they they even almost made the playoffs. They lost in the plan, the last game to the. Uh, I forget was they lost to the Pel. No, they beat the Pelicans, and then they lost to the Timberwolves. So if, they, if the Timberwolves, if they beat the Timberwolves, then they would have gone on to beat. Uh, they went on to play the Nuggets and. You know what I'm saying? But now they got Chet back. You know, SGA, he gonna yeah. have, he averaged 30 last year, he gonna come back. Uh, J-Dub, mm-hmm. you know, progression of Giddy and J-Dub. They got in some, yeah. you know, new rookies. They look nice. I would say, I would put the Thunder a step above. They'll be at 11 to 15. Yeah. Uh, but we're putting... Hold on, let, let, let's just 11. finish 16 to 20 first, though. I'm putting the, I'm saying, let me put the Pelicans 16 to 20 right next to them. Yeah. This is all. If Zion stays healthy, I think I got the ranked higher. But if he doesn't, yeah, somewhere around this range. Because I mean, we're gonna talk about players with the most uh, most approved this season. Let me just a little bit of spoiler right now. My number one guy is Zion Williamson, but it's just since his rookie season, he has not been or very you know rely. He's been having injury history since his rookie year, so it's just hard for me to say they're gonna go and. Stay as the third seed because they were a really good team. They're a very competitive team when he's there, but when he's not there, there's a big difference. You feel me? My voice cracked. Ignore it. But who do you guys think should be sixteen to twenty? Last spot. Um, I might put Memphis. Well, I'm not, I was thinking that maybe Mavit, maybe Memphis, maybe Dallas. I don't know. See, the thing is with Memphis, it's just like they're in an awkward position. And the thing with Dallas is they just don't have defense. You know what? I'm going to put the Timberwolves at 16 to 20. That's what I was about to say, too. I was about to say Timberwolves. They didn't do anything. I don't I don't think they improved in any way. They still got Cat. They still got Ogre, you know, Ruby. And then, you know, they just rely on Anthony at this point. So. 
Like, yeah, I don't know. Mom, what do you think? You, I mean, you said that's one of your teams, one of your 35 teams. So, what do you think about the Timberwolves this year, man? I personally would put the Timberwolves higher, but Nate does have a valid argument. This well, whole I, cat, I think I'd still. Yeah, Cat and Rudy, I don't feel like going to work ever. I don't even like Cat to okay. begin with. Why? Like, I just don't feel like his I, game is like doing it. I have Memphis being lower than Timberwolves, though. I think I think that's what I like. Yeah, so we put Memphis, Memphis here for being now. Lower than the Timberwolves? No, I, I don't know. I feel like they're at that same level. That's I what think... I'm saying. But like, what's who? If you're not putting Memphis there, or or who do you want to put there? It, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like a borderline. So who who yeah. are we feeling like is gonna? Have a stronger start, and maybe season. even uh Dallas, maybe even Dallas because that defense, bro. They're a defense, and they're also not a deep team. Pause. <laughs> I don't know if that was pause worthy, but um, I don't know, man. Okay, between so what yeah, do you I think, think based off of last year? Uh, then, if if we're basing it off of what we saw last year or mm-hmm. the end of the year, or whatever, toward whatever. Then we can put we can put Dallas here. Okay, let's just do that for now because we're gonna make changes later to the bottom if we want to if we feel like we have to make any big changes. So put Dallas and then put Memphis and Minnesota a step above. But I just don't like seeing Minnesota above the Dallas Mavericks. I don't know why. Like I think they could have a really good year. I think Ant can go crazy. He could have a maybe even All NBA season. But I just don't see the Dallas Mavericks being. Lower than the Timberwolves because both teams have their flaws, and Dallas has the better player. Like they have, they have the two. I mean, like the top three teams. Like if you have to look at the top three players between the two of them. Two of them are on the the Mavericks. You feel me? Cat having yeah, maybe. First of all, it's first time. Go ahead. Secondly, what'd you say first? Though I didn't hear you cut out. Cat having an NBA, all NBA season is crazy. I said Ant, didn't I? Uh, Huh? I said Ant. Anthony Edwards. You said Ant. Oh, yeah, I can see that happening. Um, I just think... I just don't think, based off what we have now, I don't think the Knicks are better than than Memphis or or the Timberwolves. That's just me, though. I have the Knicks ranked up pretty high. I mean, they, they were ranked pretty high last year in the, in the rankings. Pretty sure they were, like, fourth? I just can't they were them. fourth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, but were they? It, it was somewhere like no, they were fifth. I think I they mean, were fifth because they played against the Cavs, and the Cavs I think were the fourth seed. So it's fourth and fifth matchup. So yeah, they were fifth. Yeah, well, I mean, and then also this game, you know, I feel like they still got that same old roster, and then you know, quickly was doing his thing. But I mean, I think that team is just. Against the Celtics, especially, Celtics just whooped. Honestly, I think they played a great game against the Heat, a team they struggled with, and then I'm, I'm the Knicks made it hard for them too. So honestly, I think I have the Knicks ranked up pretty high. Yeah, I would say I'm saying right now, put the Thunder at eleven to fifteen. I think you guys would agree with that, right? Yeah. And then I'm thinking, maybe even put the Kings. Yeah, and then after the Kings, I would put the 76ers. Oh, no, sorry, the Cavs. No, I think yeah, the Cavs are higher. Cavs. Cavs are higher? 
They should be higher, right? That's what I'm saying. Okay, this is what this is what I want to do. I want to actually. It doesn't matter. We don't have to switch that just right now. But no, no. Let me know. Let me know. What do you think? Who do you think we should switch? I was gonna say we should switch. You made a good point earlier. We should switch Timberwolves and Mavs. Mm. What do you think about that? Why? Like why? I mean, the, the two players, I feel like, I mean, last year they didn't have they didn't have any time to actually play well together because, I mean, they were just thrown into the fire together. And, I mean, if you have players that do the same thing and they play the same position too, like, I feel like that just, you know, it doesn't really work unless they work it out together, you know, as a team. And, I mean, they got some pretty good additions now, you know, Grant Williams. So... It's Oh, but they have enough defense huh? or they're cool, like they're hard, but I don't think they have enough defense or depth to be better than Timberwolves. The Timberwolves. The Timberwolves? Okay, but yeah. the Timberwolves have I don't, I don't know about their depth. I don't think their depth is actually that nice either. But I think just to just to dumb it down, honestly, if they were uh, in a series, I think I'm picking the Mavericks over the Timberwolves. That's just like I just feel like they're just better. Like I don't know. I mean, I, I see where you're coming from, but I think I just got the Timberwolves lower than the Mavericks. The Mavericks have to. The Mavericks have Harry and Luca, and then you know they play. If Kyrie doesn't sit out for like you know that personal issue stuff, whatever. But I mean, Cat missed a pretty good. He missed a lot of, of time, season. yeah. And I'm then, not saying Anthony Edwards alone, bro. Anthony Edwards alone is not beating the Mavs. Uh, I don't know. Someone what you mean? Uh, he not Superman he out there. He not LeBron. He on, nah, he be on demon time, bro. Especially as of late, the way he was playing for Team USA, if that translates into the season, yeah, that nigga gonna be a problem, bro. Bro, he making that face for it. tough. I'm just saying, bro, bro. I just don't think he can combine. Enough strength in the world to even get close to those two. Yeah, but he has a supporting behind him, though. Rudy Gobert? No. He can't make a layup? I'm talking about he got Jalen McDaniels or Jaden, whichever one it is. Who else he got? Nas Reed, your guy, Nas? Huh? Nas Reed, your guy, Nas Reed? Let me get to that. (laughs) They got Cat, they got Nas Reed in the back. All people that can space the floor on top of that. Mm-hmm. Rudy, of course. So it's like, right, right, right. look, we gonna keep it like cool. this right now. Yeah, for now, for now, we gonna we gonna get back to changing it later. But maybe we will. All right, so we're putting the Kings in here. I'm saying we might need to put the Kings. If we're putting the Kings in there, we're putting the Cavs in there. Yeah. Why do you say that? I mean, the Kings lost to Golden State. As to you know, Cavs losing to the Knicks terribly. I mean, okay, I'm, I, I, I see where you guys are coming from. I, we could just put them there, yeah. yeah, yeah I see Fox that. is on the come up. I honestly think he's on the come up for sure. And I mean, like, you know, he would need Malik. If Malik Monk, I feel like, I played a little bit better in that series, I had them over for sure. Like, when Malik Monk and De'Aaron Fox were playing well, they were, they were shitting on him. But then, you know, Malik ain't do too well. 
That's my man's, bro. He hard. Pause. Um, but yeah, I can understand these rankings for now, I guess. So, so we put the Kings and Cavs there for now. For yeah, like there's some of these teams. If you put there, you have to put another team in there. Yeah. Like if you put the, the Cavs here, you have to put the Kings. And if you put the Kings here, me personally, I feel like you have to put the 76ers. For me personally, I'm replacing the Cavs. I mean, I'm taking the Clippers. I'm replacing the Clippers with the Cavs. I don't think the Clippers are a top. I mean, I just like, like even worse with Zion when it comes to the Pelicans and their health. Like the 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 trio of not even a trio, just the duo of PG and Kawhi have not just been around enough for me to say that they're gonna finish as a top three seed, stay to the get to the finals while healthy, and then win the championship. And those two are my favorite players in the league, but I just can't see it happening. But if you gave me any any other reason, you would have been chatting. About what? That's true. They cannot stay healthy for shit. So, so I this is But not that bad though. I don't top fifteen. I think they're a top ten team. That's me though. I think it's just like with the with the Clippers, it's like you know they can be a top ten team no matter what. Like if those two actually played. They're a top 10 team, so you do got to put them there because you know what they're capable of doing. Let me cook up right here. Let me tell you what I think we should put. Knicks, Clippers, Heat, Sixers. How many is that? Knicks, Clippers, Heat, Sixers, and Warriors. This is 6 through 10, right? Yeah. I think Lakers. I don't think 76ers are a top 10 team right now. I mean, shoot. You know... I just think, and then they they have they have their pieces, you know, that they have been using pretty well. You know, they they lost their first game. Hold on, let's let's just say this. Let's just say this. Nuggets are top five, right? Yeah. Yeah. So put them put them in one to five. Let's just let's just do you know what I'm saying? Uh, Elimination. What's it called? Bucks. We all think we say was top five, and the Suns. I feel like we would all say is top five, right? Celtics. Celtics as well, yeah. So that means one of these teams are not top five. And I'm saying, yeah. I think the Lakers are top five. I don't think it's the Knicks. Wait, actually, let me look at this. I'm team. saying the Lakers should be top five. The oldest teams should be six to ten. Like that, and then those guys are just six to ten. I still might take the Kings over the Knicks, but it's cool. I'll let it slide. What do you guys think about this right here? Do you think we we finished up our list? Should we make any changes? Nah. I like rank the actual top five teams in terms of like who's number one through five? Yeah, most definitely. We could do that. So we can rank all of them if we really want to, but no. That's too much work. <laughs> Let's just do the top five. Let's do the top five. I'm saying number right. one is number one, I would put Denver. Number two, I would yeah. put Boston. Number three, I would put Milwaukee. Number four, I would put the Lakers. Number five, I would put the Suns. Or maybe swap. Between those last two would be swap. I don't know. It would be swapped. I Though the Lakers have good pickups for this season, and a lot of names that obviously hold weight and shit, I just don't feel like... For some reason, it's just not... Like, it's working, but it's not working over certain teams. You know what I mean? Mm. Hey, what do you think should be? He's four. Wait, did Nate just switch it? Or your five? You said what? I you just switched it. You switched it? 
Yeah, he put Celtics after seventh. No, the, the Celtics are better. I don't know. He tripped. Yeah, Celtics. Celtics are better than the Suns, I would say. Nate, do you agree or disagree? Because you, you know, sorry. No. So let me hear. Wait, Mom, did you say your top five in ranking? Did you rank them? Yeah, unanimous number one is obviously the Nuggets. I don't know. Like, I, it pisses me off how they just win everything. Uh, Bucks. I don't know. I honestly don't even know if I'll put Bucks number two, bro. Yeah, I put Celtics number two. Watch so far, they're good, but like I feel like they could be better. I, or maybe it's just just because it's too early. Yeah, and like they still have to do. So actually, I might just leave them there. I personally would go Celtics number three, Suns number four, and Lakers number five. And then what would you gotta say? Uh, yeah, but I, let me give you my list. I got Suns at one. Of course. Bucks at two. I mean, I got Celtics at two. Nuggets at three, Bucks at four, Lakers at five. So we would all agree that Lakers are at the bottom, right? Yeah. Okay, so let's put like let's keep the Lakers there. Wait, you said where should the Celtics be, Nate? Two. Two? I said two. Mom, you said three? I can see them at two, honestly. So we should move right them up to two. The yeah. Bucks, now the issue is just where the Suns are. Because we're saying for I mean, me and Muhammad, we have the Nuggets and Suns where they are. You have them swapped, right? Or like just basically swapped. The right time. Yeah. I have them swapped. But I think just majority vote, we should just keep it this way. You know. I feel like there's a valid there's a valid point to put the Suns over, considering. Ah, uh, well. The Suns. The issue with the Suns is they have no playmaker. Like now. And I don't think they have as much depth as the Bucks do. The Suns, they have names that hold weight, but uh, the Bucks also have names that hold weight. So there's that one. In terms of names that hold weight and players that actually like have proven themselves, we take Suns, obviously, in terms of star players. Mm -hmm. But in terms of depth and team chemistry, I would have to go Bucks. So it's like, you know what I mean? I don't like the I don't like that the Bucks don't have a primary defender now, like somebody who can actually guard the perimeter. Um, what else? Because what they were doing against the 76ers is, you know, they're trying to, as soon as somebody puts the ball on the ground, they're double teaming. Say you're doing that against the Suns. I mean, what do you mean? You got three. You got two. Let's say they're doing that to Devin Booker playing point guard. You're doing that to Devin Booker. He got. Yeah, but. Kevin Durant. He got, got Eric Gordon. And then he got Nurkic. And Beal on the side of him. Yeah, I see yeah. Beal. So, you think, I mean, that's three. What's up? Do you feel like the Suns have someone who can do the same? What do you mean? Yeah, we got Josh. Josh Okogie. So, so you think so? If when the Suns match up with the Bucks, you're gonna put Josh Okogie on Giannis. It's not gonna work. Josh Okogie and no, Josh Okogie and Nurkic on Giannis is not. This is not the solution. And they don't have anyone talk about defending. They don't have anyone that could defend that that pick and roll. Huh? Who are you gonna put on Devin Booker? Shit, nigga, we might just put Giannis on him. Okay, but what about Bradley Beal then? 
we'll flip that. Chris Middleton. Crowder, because Giannis, <laughs> Giannis, Giannis not guarding Kevin Durant. Yeah, this is very true. This These two teams, it's like very interchangeable. I don't think you can go this is This team. is what I think they would do. They're putting Middleton on Beal, which I know kind of just kind of a little bit crazy to me, honestly. Crowder on um, Book, and then Giannis on KD. But they don't usually put Giannis on KD. They usually have him be the help. But I think now with this new coach, they might put him on KD. Oh, I mean, that's going that's gonna to wear... That's going to wear him down, number one. Because he's not going to be running down on court, you know, playing football out there. Uh, and I just think it's going to be harder for them. So, yeah, we're just going to have to see. They, they're going to have to – I feel like a team is going to have to make as much shots as the Sun. So, that's going to be real hard. That's why I have them above. If anything, I have the Celtics being able to match up with the Suns. Yeah, it would be real hard if you that, do that. The Celtics, I think, would are more. They could be. They could uh, go up against the Suns better because the Celtics they got. That's what I'm saying. Derek, uh, Drew, the uh, Tingus Pingus, J JB and uh, Jason, and even Hal Hal Orford. Yeah, well, those are. I feel like those are three people you can. Those are people you can match up. You got Jay Crowder's old ass trying to guard Kevin Booker or Bradley Beal. You can get him fried. You got, you got, Chris Middleton trying to stay healthy. Trying not to buckle his knees, trying not to get tired, and then playing offense too as a third option. About oh, defense though, right. you want to talk about defense? You don't want to talk about KD though. Yeah, the, the Suns aren't good defensively, so it's not like you know they're gonna be able to yeah, lock them up and then. I mean, be mean. He's been playing really good defense lately. But I'm saying you're acting like it's not like they're like a top five defense, and yeah, they're also exactly. the best they, offense. But they don't have to be though. They don't have to be. If you but it's you have to. Style, you honestly kind of have to be when you're guard, when you're playing against the Bucks because the Bucks have the nastiest pick and roll. They got someone the who can shoot from thirty real. and someone who can dunk from thirty five. Like it's not. It's hard, bro. You get it. No, the reason why it's a style of pick and roll, bro. It's not like it's NBA two K twenty where they just throwing some damn lobs. The reason you can't say the offense outworks the defense for the Suns and not say that for the Mavs. What do you mean? Whereas yes, you can. Two, how? The Suns have a seven-foot shooter. The Suns have a, a very efficient... They have a very efficient shooting guard in Devin Booker, and then Bradley Beal is out there, too. What do you mean? Don't disrespect Bradley Beal, number one. Put some respect on my name, number one. Number what two... No, no, no. But what he's saying... Well, that, that comparison doesn't make sense because they have... There's KD. Let's say KD's comparison is Luka in this conversation. Booker's comparison is... Uh, Kyrie, Beal doesn't really have a comparison in this uh, conversation. What's his? I'm trying to think. Not even close. Uh, 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 what's his name? Jaden Hardy. Is that going to be his comparison? Because it's like, I like Jaden Hardy, but that's not like you feel me. Oh, they have Lord. three guys. The the the, the what's it called just got two. The Mavericks just got two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same shit. You know what I mean. I think. I think. I think teams have always. You know, teams are gonna double team no matter what. You know, like you you playing KD, you go double team sometimes. You playing Devin Booker, you go double team. That's what we saw during the playoffs. But they just added a third person to that. I mean, last year teams were trying to force Chris Paul to shoot those. You know, those they were forcing Chris Paul to shoot those. You gonna force Bradley Beal to shoot that? I'm saying, and then you know they lost two games. 
they they beat the they beat the Nuggets in what twice after just playing what a couple of games before the playoffs. But they also, and Chris Paul was out. We were playing. Out, the Suns were out there playing with campaign as their point guard, bro. Come on. That we cast nigga. And then, and then, and then it's not even just that. Now they added Eric Gordon. They added that boy Allen. You know they 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 resigned or they kept Joshua Kogi. I feel like what's it called Nas? What's his name? Damn, that's your little Eubanks. I feel like they've been playing real good. I mean, we're gonna see how that goes. All right, I think we're. I think that should wrap up that that. So we, so this is gonna be our our power ranking. Not really power ranking because you rank the every team, but this is just a general ranking. No, we, of, I think we can switch uh Suns and, and Bucks. I still disagree with that, but mom, do you think Suns or Bucks? You think it's uh, Bucks over the Suns or no? I feel like there's valid points for either team, but uh, it's keep it though. Keep it though. Keep it. All right. Yeah, it's less mean, work. Yeah, just keep it for now. In the full season, huh? But hey, man, that's our power ranking. If you disagree, it's... let us know in the comments. If you agree, let us know in the comments, man. Who you know? What do you think should be changed? If you and if you say, oh. The Raptors should be top 10. Who are we taking down? You know, it can't just be... Because I'm looking at it right now. I feel like I might even want to put the Clippers lower. But I just don't know for what. Like, I feel like the Cavs yo, and the yo. Kings could have a better season than the Clippers. But it's just, like, that health. Like, and the Sixers are just confusing right now. And the Heat didn't really have a good offseason. So it's just a bunch of teams, like, if you want to make the case, I could see where you're coming from. But you got to make a good case. But, hey, man. All right, well, now that we finish with our... Uh, power rankings. Let's talk about one game we'd like to highlight from the past few nights. Uh, who would like to start off? I feel like I've been starting off a lot. I'll start. Alright. Me? Um, I watched a couple games. I watched, what? The Warriors game. I watched the Celtics game. Um, for me, I personally am going to go with the, um, the Warriors game. I feel like overall it was a great game, you know. The Warriors Kings game, right? Uh, yeah, the Warriors Kings game. Warriors Kings game. It came all the way down to the wire almost. It was a little bit of trailing with the Kings, mm -hmm. but I uh, almost felt like they were going to come back at the end. You know, De'Aaron Fox obviously had a really good game. I think he had like thirty-nine. Three. Yeah, he had. Went off. But what's his name? Curry obviously went. That nigga went stupid. I cannot lie. He was stupid, and he was talking shit to the crowd. Crazy. It was, it was, it was a bad look. Cannot lie, but uh -huh. not really what you can do with Curry, bro. I'm not going to lie. He be turning that shit up sometimes. I really am not a fan of this new Warriors team. With, like, actually, I don't hate it, but it's like it just looks kind of weird to have CP3 slowing down their offense because mm -hmm. I don't think that necessarily like a slow-paced team. But, like, I guess it's something that they've adapted to pretty well so far. I mean... This is a contending team that they're playing against. So, I mean, if this new offense is working against them, especially with some of their key players missing, like Draymond isn't, didn't play that game either. It's just like, it's a good look, I guess. I mean, I'm not a big Warriors fan, but it's definitely a good look for them. Whereas for um, the Kings, I felt like maybe other than De'Aaron Fox, a little more effort could have been put in from like the role players, I could say. Um, what's the name of the ginger dude? Herder? Herder? Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Herder's kind of a brick. Like, just a tad bit of a brick. Uh -huh. That's just me. But, yeah. Overall, I think it was a really good game, though. For sure. 
Tef, which, what game would you like to highlight? Um, I, I'm gonna talk about the uh versus 76ers game. For one, I'd like to say, you know, our predictions. Yeah, we said it was gonna we, we said it was gonna be a pretty close game, right? Yeah. We yeah, yeah, I said Tyrese was gonna go off. He got 31. I was right. You know. All right, well, number one, I feel like, uh, what is it? What I noticed was a lot of foul seeking, or maybe it was just like, you know, they, they the, the refs were way too quick to blow the whistle sometimes, and I will just be like, bro, what are you calling? You know, sometimes I just let them play. But I feel like for the Bucks, yeah, it was their first game, so they needed to figure some stuff out. But 76ers, I feel like for what they have going on in their office, and for who was missing, because, I mean, at the end of the day, James Harden is a game changer, you know? Mm-hmm. But I feel like Tyrese Maxey stepped up to the role really well. You know, like you just said, 31 points. He was keeping them in the game. The game was going back and forth, too. One team would get a lead, and the other one would, you know, in that fourth quarter, the other one would come back and then get their lead. And then in the last two minutes, you know, the Bucks came back, they got their lead. And I feel like... Even though they were getting their lead, you know, what's his name? Damian Lillard has 17 free throws made. He went 100%. I feel like the Bucks had no answer for, uh, they had no answer for Joel, really. What I noticed was he was missing shots that he usually makes. So, really, I, I feel like that was a winnable game for them. Well, definitely, but... Turnovers down the stretch from Joel, and then Tobias was stepping up too. But you know the Bucks, Giannis was shooting horrific from the free throw. I I don't even know what he shot, but it was like terrible. So, I mean, I guess it's a bad game on his end, but yeah, but I just think it was a winnable game for the 76ers for what they have going on. And Kelly had like Kelly like, had like 25, 26. He was going off too. Was it what? Kelly Oubre, he had like 20, 27 points, 25 points. And he had 30. Kelly Oubre had 30? Yeah, that boy had 30. He fits so, well on his team. I don't know. I think he fits well on his team. I think Kelly Oubre fits well on his team compared to some of his other teams that he's played for. Mm-hmm. But what you can say? We'll see how it goes down the stretch, of course. I just feel like if... If Joel would have hit those shots that he usually hits, no contest on the mid ranges, that would have been a very bad upset for the Bucks. And I feel like, you know, the terms would be different if you know Dame had those amount of points and Giannis had those amount of points, and they still lost to just Joel and Tyrese. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's just that's just my takeaways from that game. Mm-hmm. For me, my game I'd like to highlight was I seen a lot. I seen a good amount of games. I saw the end of uh, Brooklyn and Dallas. I saw the Sixers, not Sixers. I saw the Sixers Bucks game. I saw a little bit of that Kings uh, Warriors game, and Spurs Rockets. They had it. That was a good game. Uh, Wemby almost got dunked on by Jabari. He blocked it. It was they met it at the rim. We were talking. About, we were talking about Josh Kogi blocking. It was like this. It was just almost the same thing. Mm-hmm. But my game I'm gonna bring up is the Rockets. I mean, not the Rockets. The Raptors versus the uh, Bulls game. Two teams that are kind of just on the verge of just we don't really know what they got going on right now. Uh, the the Bulls, they just the first game of the season, they had a players-only meeting. So a lot of stuff is just looking, you know, rough for them right now. And they came up, they were down. I didn't. I saw like the last 
four, three minutes of the fourth quarter up to the end of overtime. But it was they were I saw it up by like seventeen points. They came back. There was just a whole bunch of because it's not like both teams are shooting crazy, you know, all that. It was just a bunch of people making mistakes like missed free throws, turnovers, offensive fouls, and it was just very more. You know what I'm saying? It's not like a it's a bad but good game because they weren't really nobody was really. You feel me? Because if like a regular, if you're just playing regular versus other team, you know what I'm saying. But that game was, you know, that's probably my favorite game I, from the past few days that I watched. And even Alex Caruso, he even hit that game winner, and he got the game winning steal at the same. He got the game winning steal, and then the game winning three. You know. But what do you guys think about the Bulls? And uh, how much do you think? You know, are they going to keep this core, try to make a push, or do you think it's kind of the end for this team? I don't want to say it's necessarily the end, but I don't think they have the skill level to make a push either. Like like we've seen them, the, the push that they made recently was with that season when DeMar went off. Mm-hmm. You know, DeMar's a little older, you know, it's not, and it's not easy for anybody to just go off like that, the way he did that season. So, you know, with him being the driving force, Zach Levine, Zach Levine is a great player hometown dude you know what i'm saying shout out to him and everything but like i just don't know what's going on with him like i feel like he's definitely regressed as well as a player slightly mm-hmm. like he's not perform he used to perform that's just me like i don't feel like he's leading the team in a direction in a competitive direction mm-hmm. i would say hey what you gotta say about that what do you think about the future of this team Cause I know you a big Lonzo guy. You a big Lonzo fan, so. That's what I'm saying, bro. So number one, I feel like like you just said that year that what's his name, Demar went off. I feel like when they had Lonzo, they was they they was going to work, but that's because they had a point guard. I don't know who their point guard is now. I mean, you have two people that can score the ball. You know, you got killer mid range shooter in Demar, and you got a versatile scorer, and you know, in a Zach. Zach Levine, and they got a pretty good center, so I'm saying they just got no point guard. They got Alex, but he not, you know, he not no point guard. So it's just, it's struggling in that aspect of the game. And Lonzo brought defense. He brought playmaking. Yeah, his shooting went up. Um, His shooting, his shooting percentages went up. They skyrocketed. So mm-hmm. I feel like with that comes you know, a great team because now you got a, you know, you got a point guard who can actually defend. I don't know what point guard in the league you can say can actually defend. Uh, he was distributing the, he was on that rock around. So I just think if Lonzo was on this team, it would be a whole different story. But he's sitting out again this year. So I think they probably won't risk it and just probably, you know, end it by the end of this year. I think, honestly, I think by the end of the year, because DeMar's on this last year, so he could just leave in free agency. So they're gonna, if he, and I saw in the article they said that they weren't even close to extension talks. So if he does leave, they want to get something out of, they want to get some assets in exchange. So what teams do you think could go out and trade for him? Because I'm trying to think, I was thinking about the three of them: Vucevic, DeMar, and Zach. Who I think would, like, who can players get? What can the Bulls get in exchange for him? The Zach, I could see the Knicks or the Heat trying to get him, but. I, I, I don't know for DeMar or Vucevic because I feel like they're just very unique players and very different type of, you know, different types of players. And not many teams around the league really need a type of player like them. But what teams do you think would be interested in any of the three? Um, for Vucevic, 
I personally think he might just go to the highest bidder. Whoever offers the most to the team for him, I think would go. Whereas for Demar, according to like some of the shit I've seen, like come like on some of the podcasts he talks about and shit, it seems like he's trying to come home, back to like Cali. It's mm-hmm. so, like potentially joining like any of the teams out there, specifically the Clippers, if you ask me. But um, I don't see him signing to any team that's not in California. Mm-hmm. That's just me. What about uh, Golden State? I just thought about it right now, but I don't know if they have the money for it. I mean, maybe if they move Chris Paul, but I could honestly, I like barely. I like I barely kind of see. I little I see a little bit. I see Demar on the Warriors just a little bit. Yeah, I feel like he's kind of in the same situation as where Kawhi was trying to come home type type of thing. Mm-hmm. Especially later on in his career, I could see him going to a team down there for sure. But then, what team do you think? Yeah, I, I see. But but you didn't you didn't really give a pick for Vucevic because Vucevic I think was the hardest for me because a lot of teams already got their center. You know, what like, yeah, said, I feel like Vucevic is a slept on center. I'm not gonna lie, like mm-hmm. to me personally, because he can do a little bit of he can't dribble or anything, but he can like spread the floor a little bit. So with that, there's some teams that still could use a player like him. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Yeah, it's hard. That's what I'm trying. Let me look at a list of just what's it called, and then I'll, I'm gonna just give some player. I mean, some teams I think might yeah. trade for him. You said what? I might give a while. I just put a while taking take say Vucevic over Aiden. Fuck it. I don't know. I don't know if the the, the Blazers would do that type of trade because they want they want to stay young. But I I, I kind of see where you're coming from. Zach, I got him. Yeah, most likely the Knicks. But, I mean, either way, regardless for both of them, for DeMar and uh, DeMar and uh, Zach Levine, I see them going to a team where they think they can actually win now, you know? Mm-hmm. Like you said, they getting older. So, and DeMar, I know he was, he was, I'm pretty sure he was looking forward to playing with the Lakers. They were, they were looking at him for a while before he mm-hmm. went. And so, it's just like, you know? But for Vucevic, I got a team for him. Hmm. It's, nah. I, they got they got Mitchell Robinson. I think I think Vucevic would go well with the with the Grizzlies. So you would put Vuce at the five, Jaron at the four. Who's their three? Uh, and then that could work. Desmond, you could put Desmond, whatever, whoever you want to. Mm-hmm. I was looking at it. I was thinking Robinson. maybe even the Pelicans, but I I like that more honestly because I mean he could he can be kind of I mean now Adams is out. Stephen Adams is out for the whole season due to his surgery. So Again. now, if you really want to try to make a win now move, you know, like they're maybe they're down, they're like five hundred team, but the the West isn't really as good as we thought they could be. Oh, we gonna trade for Vucevic? We trying to make a little playoff push, you know, try to make up for our losses. But I can see where you're coming from with that. I mean, I don't know, but like that's one that's one the player out of the three I'm most interested in seeing what type of offers. And it really just depends on what type of offer they get for from the Memphis Grizzlies for them to say, yeah, we can take that. But you feel me? It's it's interesting. I think that situation is just, and even on the Raptors side, like Pascal was going into his last year, there were room, uh, reports that he was going gonna get traded to the Hawks. But I mean, what team do you think Pascal might even go to? I've seen more rumors about him coming to the Nets, to be honest. But I mean, we're gonna see. I think Pascal can really fit. In the, in, the, in the line of the systems, 
Mm-hmm. But I don't know. We just gonna see. Cause I know teams want teams want a playmaker like you know not not a playmaker like as in like somebody who can throw that ball. But I mean like somebody who can make plays. You know somebody who can actually do his thing on the court and it's actually gonna impact the game. You know so yeah. I think I think I have Pascal. I feel like would be a would be. A, more interesting for me than Vucevic. Most definitely, most definitely. But now let's go to our next segment. On the 3rd of November, the NBA's first ever play-in tournament starts. I got the groups right here on my phone. We're going to go through all the groups, and you're going to tell me who you think is going to win the group. Y'all ready? Yeah. So we got in West A, it's, we were talking about them earlier, the Memphis Grizzlies, the Phoenix Suns, the Lakers, the Jazz, and the Trailblazers. Suns. You think Suns too? Thanks. West B is Nuggets, Clippers, Pelicans, Mavericks, and Rockets. Nuggets probably. West C is the Kings, Warriors, Timberwolves, Thunder, and Spurs. Warriors. Kings. East A is Sixers, Cavs, Hawks. Pacers and Pistons. Say it again. Sixers, Cavs, Hawks, Pacers, Pistons. Yeah, Sixers. East B is Bucks, Knicks, Heat, Wizards, Hornets. Bucks. Yeah, probably Bucks. East C is Celtics, Nets, Raptors, Bulls, Magic. Celtics. Celtics. I feel like something could have been uh, based off. I get like it's different pools. They separated it into different pools or whatever. But mm-hmm. I feel like the pools may not be as competitive considering like there's only one top team pool. Like, mm-hmm. like out of all the pools that you just named, there's not like a lot of teams that can compete with like certain teams in there. If you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of hard just to have every, because they're trying to make each pool equal. So they use the standings from last year. But if you had like the Sixers, then the Celtics in the same pool, and the other team in the other pool is like, you know, then the Cavs or like the Knicks or something else, or even like the Wizards, they have a couple wins that aren't expected, you know. So is it like pool A plays pool B type thing? The pools play each other. I mean, it starts on the third of November. I don't know if I said that already, but it starts on the third. Every Tuesday and Thursday, I think they said, is the the pool players from each pool, like inside the pools, play against each other. The winners they get the pool winner. Then the pool winners play each other from east of the the western the yeah the western teams play the other western pool winners. The eastern teams play the other eastern pool winners. And then the winners of the east pool and the west pool play again. They play against each other in the uh, final game in Las Vegas. And then that winner gets the uh, regular uh, playing. You know they get the MVP. They get the championship. Not championship, but you know what I mean. But what do you guys think about this uh, in-season tournament in the first place? You think it's a good addition? Do you think the NBA is doing too much or what? Uh, in addition, honestly, I think the league has been due to need some change. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's change that's not too much and it's not too little either. Mm-hmm. One thing I wish they did was maybe make it a little bit later because I feel like now still people are like people are still kind of high on the. Uh, regular like the NBA coming back again. I feel like you maybe need this more in like April, you know, because that's when people are gonna start. Because I mean they're not gonna be really load managing 
game three, game 17 of the season. They're going to play start load managing in game 55, game 56, you know? But Well, I think load managing is a little bit now. Mm-hmm. The way they're seeming to talk about it. But then like, what do you think about this? To... I'm sorry, what you going to say? I, I, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure the league is trying to like cut down on how people like uh, manage how much time they take off and shit. Mm-hmm. So that altogether, that might that shit might be dead. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Nate, what what do you think about this uh, playing groups and what do you think about the uh, playing tournament? In season tournament, excitement at the NBA. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think it's a pretty solid addition. Does it add more games? I don't think it adds more games. The only there's only only one the two teams like the two the winners of the uh, eastern area and the in the western they get additional game they play eighty three games but I mean it's better than honestly I think I really like the addition I think it's really gonna help out the league. But our last segment of the day is the players you think have the most to prove this season. What guys you think really got to show out this year? Or else a lot of, you know, narrative is going to be thrown at them. All right, you go first. Me go first? All right. I got two guys from uh for this. Number one, I talked about it earlier. I got Zion. I mean, he's been injured, like I said, since his rookie year. He's been having injury history. I mean, injury problems. And because of those problems, he wasn't able to win rookie of the year. They missed out on the playoffs. He, w- he missed out on making playing in the playoffs in 2022. He missed His team missed out on the playoffs in 2023. You know, he's just been having a lot of issues with that. Going into, he's been in the league for how many years? Four or five years now. If he keeps on having these injuries, he's gonna, you know, he's gonna be a young guy that's gets injured a lot to just a, you know, a guy that's kind of 26, 27. He's still getting injured. How does the team really look at him like that? And the other guy I got is Giannis. I mean, lost in the first round as the best record in the league. Now they his he start he put all this pressure on the Bucks to make a move or else he's gonna request a trade or leave, and then. They bought in Damian Lillard. So a bunch of people are just like, okay, you got what you wanted. You just lost in the first round last year. What are you going to do now? So I think if he has another first round or second round exit, people aren't just going to be like, okay, well, he's still the second best player in the league. Da, da, da. They're going to you know, start putting him way lower, especially if he has games like he did last game. And I'm a, he's one of my favorite players in the league. So, I mean, you kind of just saw his face. He was a little bit surprised when I said that. But I think he, got, he has a lot to prove that like he got to really show out right now. Supposed to be in his prime, you feel me? But um, for your take on Zion, I feel like another aspect that you missed out on is his maturity level. I think that's also something he's like. That's also something that uh, has to has that needs some light to be shined on it, because obviously on the court he's been dealing with some like weight issues since he got in the league. You know, with staying in shape and shit. You know, he a little, he a little, he a little chunky fella. And then um. Obviously, you know, he got his whole... We're not even going to peek into his minutes. That's his business. We, we ain't going to get too deep into that right there, but... Deep into it, but it needs to be addressed. Okay. His, uh, his little situation with uh, certain people off the court, you know, with strippers and all that stuff. Boom, little Dom Wright stints here and there, you know? So for me, it's just like, it's kind of questioning his dedication to the game as well. Hmm. Which... Something that I feel like he needs to really like show us what he's here for and like what he's capable of doing while also doing it in a professional manner. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like that's something like not just him, but a lot of players have been like slacking on, I would say. Mm-hmm. 
So what are you two? Uh, what do you think about Gian, about Giannis? Uh, Says that he got us a lot of proof this year. I don't think Giannis really needs to prove himself. I'm not gonna lie. Like he's kind of done it all already. Like, what is he trying to prove now? I mean, like, what is there to prove? He got to really like not really prove. I mean, but just like you have a lot of pressure on. He has a lot of pressure on him right now. He's supposed to be in his prime. He just got his best teammate he's ever had. He just lost in the first round. I mean. He's supposed to be in the argument for the best player in the league, but if he goes on to have another first-round exit, you already know what they're going to be saying about him on Twitter. You already know what they're going to be, you know. He has a lot of stuff like, if he has another bad year, if he doesn't do well, a lot of, you know, things are going to be said about him. And, I mean, you know, that's all I got to say about that. No, with that, I really think it can go two ways. Because, like, with the new addition of Damian Lillard to the team, I feel like his numbers are going to drop. Mm-hmm. Like, they have to, to be sharing the ball, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but I feel like people will still run with that for the simple fact that his stats are dropping. Mm-hmm. And if they do have success, it's not going to be credited specifically to him because Damian Lillard is there. Mm-hmm. It's like, unless he like blatantly goes off for like 50, like, like very often, I, I don't, I really don't think he has anything to prove. He's done everything quite literally that like almost a player could do i i mean you know, he's got them yeah i i i yeah he, he's done a lot i might even said he's one of my favorite players but i just he's supposed to be you know if he's supposed to be that upper tier he can't you can't have a season like you did last year and you can't put all this pressure on this front office and get it a guy like dame even though it's his first year with dame they didn't even really get a summer to the offseason to work with him there's just gonna be a lot of people like, okay, now what do you what now what are you gonna do? You did all this stuff, all this free agency stuff, like all this uh pressure. What are you gonna show? Like you you know. Well, if that's the case, then I feel like you need to put also shine some light on Joel Embiid. Because Joel Embiid finds himself in the same situation. Mm-hmm. Where he's a great player, but he doesn't necessarily perform when needed. But the thing is with Jane, I, I thought about putting in Embiid, but the issue is that the Harden stuff, and he can't really change that. If it was, like, just a repeat, like, Harden was like, all right, I'm back, let's go get this, I would have put Harden, I mean, I would have put Embiid over Giannis, because Giannis has the ring, you know? If you want to discredit it all you want, but Giannis has that ring. Giannis, you know, he, he went crazy in 2021. But if, you know what I'm saying? Like, he has that, but Embiid, he does have a lot of pressure on him, but it's just due to his situation, that pressure trying to get to alleviate it. I see what you mean. Nate, what's your what's your take? Giannis and Zion? Uh-huh. Well, I think the Zion one makes sense. Like this guy be sitting out too much. And his sitting out, you know, it'd be it'd be affecting his team, obviously, because he's that piece that they need to actually, you know, get over that little hump. Not maybe not to be like, you know, champions, but you know, it'll give them that experience that they might need to come back that next year and actually do something, you know? Mm-hmm. But with Zion, I feel like, I mean, with, uh, and also with Giannis, I feel like, you know, he does got something to prove. Like you said, his front office went all out. They did what other teams were trying to do, and they got him dang. Somebody who's supposed to fix his flaws, you know? Everybody's freaking out talking about some, uh, that, you know, that pick and roll is going to be crazy. You know, that those two together, 35 feet, you know, you can't build that wall. Whatever, bro. Uh-huh. So I feel like, you know, and then when you want to rank Giannis at that, 
1A, 1B best player conversation, you know, he got to be able to use Damian Lillard to his advantage and win, you know? Mm. Jokic got his, Jokic got his, uh, what's his name? Damn. Jamal Murray? Jamal Murray. And, and, and Giannis has got Damian Lillard. I would rank, uh, what's his name, Damian Lillard over Jamal Murray, but we're going to see how that go. Mm-hmm. So what are you, uh, who wants to go next give their two, you know, guys they think have the most to prove? All right, talk to me. I have two players, and I have them for the same reason. Mm-hmm. My players I'm going with are Ant-Man and De'Aaron Fox. Mm-hmm. The reason why I'm going with this is I personally feel like they are two players that are just like, I want to say somewhat overlooked. Not as much Ant-Man, but specifically De'Aaron Fox. I feel like he's a very underrated player. And he doesn't get the respect he deserves. So I feel like this season, especially, especially before what I see from the last game, like he's definitely out to prove like that he's one of the highest caliber point guards you can get out here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I kind of, I don't know, maybe you just interpret it a different way, but I feel like it's a lot of when you have most to prove, it's like you've done something, so you really got to show your talent for what you've done, you know? Like Zion, he's been out a lot, all that other stuff. So now you have to really prove and show out why you are still that all-star, all-NBA caliber type of guy. But if you want to say, like, oh, he got to really show out this year, especially with Ant, because a bunch of hype is coming out of Team USA. A lot of people expect him to be, you know, going crazy, want to be the best shooting guards in the league. Timberwolves yeah. make the playoffs. Like, especially, like, the past two years, a whole like a, the stock of Anthony Edwards has risen up a bunch. And most definitely, he... I, I can see we come in from an ant, but Fox a little bit less, you know? Right. I mean, mainly for Fox, what I'm thinking is, does he have what it takes both as an individual and as a team to repeat what they did last season? Because uh-huh. we all know Sacramento is like, you know what I'm saying? They, 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 they ass. Just keeping it real. Mm-hmm. So break that stereotype, especially last season. Hopefully they can keep the momentum rolling and change the culture. That's what we're really looking to see from I'm looking to see from him as a leader on the team. The season, uh-huh. both statistics and like, like I said, as a leader. So, definitely, most Tough. What about you, man? What you got? To, what do you think about his? And then let us know your uh, two players. Um, for Anthony Edwards, for everybody who just got paid money, you know, he gotta, he gotta showcase that skill again. He can't have. Last year, he started off real slow. And I feel like he can't do that this year, you know, like they're paying you all this money, you know, and you're you're up and coming, you know, you about to you about to be the next face of the league. Like, mm-hmm. you, know, you know. Okay. Yeah. But he's gonna be he's gonna be one of those players that, you know, is the next generation of who we gonna be like, nah, he's the best in the league, nah, he's the best in the league. He's gonna be in those debates. So he gotta showcase that and it starts this year. Mm-hmm. De'Aaron Fox. Aaron Fox, I mean, he lost to a pretty good Warriors team. But, I mean, that should really be the reason why he comes back this year and actually does some, you know, does more and comes back for revenge. So he's playing really good in the playoffs, but he got to just step it up one one more gear. And he's, I feel like he's able to do that. Mm-hmm. So who are your... Anthony... Oh, my bad, you go. My bad. With Anthony Edwards, bro. You know what I'm saying? He got paid that bag. He got Nas Reed by his side. <laughs> you should be straight. 
Most definitely. But Nate, who are your two guys you think are they got a lot to prove this year? My two guys both play for the same team, and it's Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, bro. Fair. Those I see what you're out here lacking, bro. That team was made to be winning, and for as long as they've been together, like, yeah, whatever. Paul George hyperextended his knee. I remember on his podcast, he said something about, you know, if he could, he would play, but if he knows he's not about to play at 100, you know, what's the point of playing? Because mm-hmm. that's, just, that's just bringing his team down. And then Kawhi Leonard, you know, he played real good that first that first game against the Suns, but then he sat out, and they got spanked out the damn playoffs. So, I mean, those two just, they had that team in form. They didn't succeed. They just added Westbrook, somebody who who gonna play point guard for them, distribute that ball. And I mean, they had their little moment, especially yesterday. I don't know how they lost to the Utah Jazz, a bunch of shitters. But Clarkson, he had thirteen points and a clutch three. Uh, like twenty two percent from the field, but it don't matter. I'm just saying those two. It's their last year together. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Paul George's. They're both going into free agency. They both could just be unrestricted, but. They got player options. Both of them got yeah. it. So, yeah, I think those two are the ones that I, I feel like should be at the, at the top of people's list to have something to prove because they don't do it this year. That's just another year added to their age. And they're not getting any younger. So, mm-hmm. while Leonard getting injured, Paul George getting injured. But when they do play together, you see it. Paul George had two pretty magnificent games past two games that they played. I like that word. Magnificent. Yeah, they, they, I'm pretty sure their first game, they they, they uh, combined for 50. Pretty sure, yeah. yeah. It was something like that. EG had 27. EG had 27. Kawhi had 23. And then, I don't know, I think Paul George just had 30-something, I think. So, if they continue to play as a team, I feel like that team got something going on. Mm-hmm. But we're going to see how they do. All right. Well, that is the end of episode two of the Power Trip podcast. Matt, we want to do a thing where we somebody get, we get a hot take from every episode. So if you leave the comments, you probably just look down right now. You feel me? You ain't got no comments right now, but uh, if you want, it's a guarantee you're probably gonna be in the video. So, uh, you know, drop a comment and then give us a hot take. We are gonna talk about it in the next episode. But uh, y'all got any more closing thoughts about uh, turning this off? Looking forward to a great season, man. Okay. Def, what about you? You got anything to say? Things are better, bro. They're better than the Bucks. <laughs> All right, bro. Catch y'all next. Catch y'all next time, man. Thank you for watching. Peace, man.